trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate ones we love ones we hate some are good some are great one meat two sides hot sauce we're your guides rob andy and randy and sometimes a guest welcome to talking trash a rochester-based food podcast where we rate and review local and national food favorites i'm rob i'm randy and i'm andy and this week we will be discussing the brews and food from Knucklehead Craft Brewing in Webster, Penfield, something like that. Not really sure where it is. I think it's Webster because I crossed the Bay Bridge or whatever that's called. Yeah, we'll say that. But it's in that little armpit area, Penweb, the greater Penweb region. <laughs> oh man, so many of our listeners are going to be ticked off. Okay, I looked up knucklehead, but it just gave me the definition of what a knucklehead is and, and? not the brewer. It's a stupid person. Very concise, concise definition. Merriam Webster getting a little lazy. <laughs> a stupid person. Oh, man. So, How else uh, would you describe a knucklehead, I guess? I don't know. Not so harsh, maybe like kind of a dimwit or something. That's also mean, but. Oh, okay. It's listed Webster. Webster. So there you go. What does Webster think of it? define it as, Rob? Webster or Merriam? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Webster, no. Webster Penfield Dictionary. Oh, that We're was off to a hot start here. That was a killer joke. I'm too tired to catch it. That was awesome. Uh, let's introduce our, we don't have a guest, uh, just the three dudes this time, the plate pals, keeping it down. Well, Randy also just left. Okay, no, he's back. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm here, guys. Sorry, we were supposed to have a guest. We don't need to mention names, but we basically got ghosted. Did we? Who was it? I think so. Wasn't it your friend, Randy? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, super fan, actually, uh, legit to super fan. Shout out to Pat who was on our school episode because he just sent me a screenshot today that I guess um, Facebook did like your most listened to of the year. And it was our podcast. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So I got my most listened to info on Spotify as well. And it was kind of funny. My, so it, it tells me at the end of this, Guess who my, my top artist was this year? You want us to guess? Yeah, just give it a guess. Uh, uh, Ezra Klein. No. Randy? Um, it's a musician. Uh, I'm going to go with Dashboard Confessional. Great guess. It was Taylor Swift. And it said, it said no joke, you were in the top 3% of their listeners this year. Wow. Whoa. Like seriously, top three percent, and it was like it gave me my top five songs, and three of the five were Taylor Swift songs. I'm like, man, I really need to expand my music listening. Does that just mean you listen to tons of random stuff, and you happen to listen to her album like seven times? I'd say it was significantly more than seven times. <laughs> I would just put the albums on and just listen to Taylor Swift constantly for. A period of several weeks, obviously, yeah, uh, got me up there in the, the reviews. <laughs> doing yeah. okay? You doing okay, Rob? I just wonder how many like 
how many teenage girls out there listen to less Taylor Swift than me? It's probably a lot. 97%. Yeah, you bumped some super fan out to like, it only said 5% on there. Like, what the heck? (laughs) Uh, And the best is it's only two albums. Like, I know no other Taylor Swift other than like the two most recent, the recent original albums. We're not talking the reissues here, okay? Obviously. Obviously. Oh, man. Well, anyways, moving on. Let's uh, let's go into our famous segment, the ketchup. So uh, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it, Andy. Uh, well, the holidays keep rolling along. We just had Thanksgiving, which for my money is number one. It's my favorite holiday. So quick, quick off uh, off ramp here for a second. Rob, favorite holiday. What is it? Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Uh, no, we'll I'm probably Christmas. It's Christmas probably, guy? It's probably Christmas. I, I, I really enjoy Christmas. Rando? You know, that's a great question. I've actually never thought about that before. I'm going to go Memorial Day for this reason. Um, lately, we've been going to like a Red Wings game around that time. And it's like the, getting towards the end of the school year. Summer's coming up and it's just... It's such a good feeling around that time. And I love unofficial it. start of the summer. Yeah. I, I like, I think, cause I like where it's placed. Yeah. Um, I know I, I always think that my answer of Thanksgiving is somewhat unique, but I always talk about it around this time of year. And a lot of people also agree. I just think it's a great, if you're not the main host, cause that comes with a lot of responsibility. I think it's probably my favorite holiday because there's, there's not a lot of pressure. There's no gift giving, which is always a little bit extra for, for the, the late in the year holidays. Uh, but yeah, the food is so classic. So, so great. I'm a big Thanksgiving food person. Stuffing is an all-time favorite for me. I know it's not, that's a polarizing topic. Rob shaking his head. No, I like the, stuffing. I'm, the I'm... desserts are great. The desserts are top tier, I think. I do love it around the holidays and Christmas time, a lot of like breakfast casserole traditions in my house, but Thanksgiving, just the smell of that meal is, is an awesome one. A lot of good memories for me. Anyways, Thanksgiving, we put the tree up in my house for Christmas. We recently switched last year. This is kind of pathetic. I threw my back out last year, right around the, after Thanksgiving, like the week after and that was the week we were going to go get a tree. We, my wife, I always had a fake tree growing up. And then my wife, since I married her, we've gotten a real tree. That was her family tradition, but that's cost like twice as much now. And uh, so last year we couldn't go cut it down because my back was thrown out. So we got an artificial tree and it's pretty awesome. It's easy to pick, put up. My kids could help. It took way less time. There's no needles, no mess, no watering. Christy didn't like the bottom of the tree, so she bought a Velcro tree stump cover. It looks yeah. awesome. Looks like a real tree. Hey. So that, go ahead, Rob. No, I was going to say, hey, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it works. Great dynamite drop-in, Rob. Yeah, no, uh, and no the last thing I wanted to talk about for the ketchup was that the three hosts of this podcast recently attended a birthday party for a friend of ours. Uh, our friend's wife rented out. Uh, and a section of the Hofbrau house in Buffalo, New York. And it was my 
I think maybe I'd been to one in, in Pittsburgh a long time ago, but I, I'm not sure that wasn't just like a local place. I know there's one in Pittsburgh, but this place was so cool. It was humongous. There was like a live German band for the first portion of the night. We were kind of up on this elevated area looking over the main place and we just had a lot of fun. They had the big steins and lots of German food. Rob, what'd you think of that get together we, we, we attended last weekend? It, it was great. You know, it, it was, it's rare that we get to see friends from that long ago that we haven't seen and probably some of them in, you know, 10 or 10 or more years and, or we've seen them, but it wasn't in such a positive, you know, meeting. And so it was just great to see old friends in a really positive situation and positive light. The place is cool as heck. I, I had been following the development of the Hoffer house being built in Buffalo for like literally years, probably like six years. I would, I can picture myself in a Starbucks reading an article on my phone. Like, Oh man, is this thing going to ever get built? Like wait so long ago. What? Yeah, I was, I was pumped. And so, and actually me and the Rand man went to the original Hoffer house in Munich and that was a cool place too, but the Buffalo one's pretty awesome also. Randy, did you have a good time? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, me and the Rob man went to one in Germany, which was really cool. I love just going up and being like, yeah, and they just gave you whatever they had. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was awesome. Uh, I think I would like to go back. Uh, we had some awesome food there, um, and I'm sure I think we're going to bring it up, but we had like little sausages or some pretzels. There was some of the best, Rob, you said it was rye bread. Yeah. Some of the best rye bread I think I've ever had. It was just soft and so good. Um, but I'm looking at the menu or I looked a little bit at the menu and it looks like there's some other really cool things there too. But the food was, I thought the food was great. Yeah. I'd like to try some of the re- regular food and mm-hmm. head down to that first floor, maybe catch the tail end of the band some night and then hang out. It was really funny at the end of the night, the band stopped there playing. The DJ was playing and everybody just like stands at their tables on their chairs and dances and stuff. We weren't a part of that because we were up high, uh, but it was really cool where we were. You could basically see everything and people were just having a blast there. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the uh, large beers weren't hurting anybody down there having a good time. So it, it was pretty simple though. They basically had three, three flavors of beer. I don't know. Fla- I guess flavor is the right word, but uh, they kept it simple, but everybody had a good time. Yeah. Randy, you mentioned the food. Uh, there was a little buffet set up and one of the foods was called curry worst, which W U R S T just like a version of a sausage. And I looked it up because I was curious. I liked it. It was a little spicy and it had sort of a red sauce on it. And what it kind of came up was it was like a, sp- a spicy sausage with a curried ketchup. But when it came up, I showed Rob this picture earlier. It says it's a German fast food. Um, and all these pictures are just like fry boats with fries and just hunks of sausage, which because it's different looks funny but would be an awesome food, just fries and sausage with kind of ketchup on it. It's like eating a, a modified garbage plate in a way. You guys have any of that when you were in Munich? Uh, we had a lot of sausage for sure. I, I think like looking at that picture, Andy, you showed looks amazing and delicious. And I think I've come to the conclusion that my, my favorite food is hot dogs. And I'd lump sausages in there also. Yeah. But I had 
I had hot dogs and beans this week, like baked beans. And I love them. I don't, I don't know why. And it's like, just, they were cut up just like in that picture. So Randy, speaking of sausages, Rob and I went to a bills game and I, we grilled up some belly bombers. Oh, what'd you think? Amazing. They reminded me, I think that maybe they're from the same place that had the Ralph's sausages. They were like spicy, but sweet at the same time huge noticeable chunks of cheese they were so good i i can't wait to have more yeah, yeah it and, was a perfect combo inside there go ahead rob big, i was gonna say big hunks of cheese like it, it was it, it was a great mix of stuff like sometimes when you get these sausages they really grind everything up super tiny but like this had like big chunks of all sorts of stuff and it was awesome i i forget to look up but if you guys ever happen to i drive by there on the way home i'm more than happy to pick up a bunch of them because they're on they're on special every so often so. i have six more in my freezer all right let's go i'm coming Sausage over party because they didn't have them so they didn't have them fresh when i was there and i was like oh you know what are your best sausages and he's like they had like the soprano the soprano italian and then like another Ita- a couple different italian ones and i'm like what, what what are the best ones he goes well honestly the belly bombers he's like i got some frozen in the back and i'm like i'll take them and uh and yeah when we were in germany i definitely had some um some curry worst it, it didn't look like the picture you shared with the fries it was more like just you know a hot dog on a plate with a, a curry ketchup but i remember thinking like oh this is pretty good i, I could i could see this catching on over here Randy, so this is a new development, hot dog, number one food. See, I almost said, I think it's my new favorite food, but then I think about it, I'm like, I think it's been my favorite food for my whole life. I just always forget about hot dogs. This is like a rom-com where they're just (laughs) friends. It's like a hot dog with like clunky big glasses and wears like an oversized sweater that you just look past. (laughs) Rob's anti, Rob is anti-glasses, but this is not an anti-glasses. No, it's a she's all that situation, man. She's all that food. Oh, but her hair's in a ponytail. Was that from like scary movie or something? Yeah. Or it's it's like the spin-off 10 things I ate about you. There we go. Okay. Put a bow on it. All right. That I had a lengthy discussion in the catch-up. Randy, what about you? Give it give us a little update. You know, I'll just go one thing. I'm going to play off your ketchup, Andy, because Rob and I had a conversation on the way to Buffalo about Thanksgiving food. And that is definitely my favorite food is. The- <laughs> Whoa. I mean, clearly I just said hot dogs were, but Thanksgiving food. Is- I didn't even realize. Didn't even catch I was- the hypocrisy. I didn't even realize I was saying it, but Thanksgiving food is like, one of my favorite meals. And Rob said he actually doesn't really like the idea, the meal of Thanksgiving food, but I had leftovers. I had stuffing, um, turkey, gravy, corn, green bean casserole. We didn't have mashed potatoes, but that will be remedied next year. And I put it all into one Tupperware bowl as leftovers. And I just heat that thing up, mixed it all together. And it is one of my favorite things. It's just, I love all the pieces of it. I think I've talked about this before. My mom makes Thanksgiving casserole just as like a regular casserole. And you just buy, you do it from a rotisserie chicken and you make stuffing and it's super simple. And then you add gravy basically and cheese and you just mix it all in layers. It's so good. That sounds awesome. It's my number two choice for when we have our home cooked episodes behind my mom's famous Marzetti. 
that Thanksgiving. It's like the KFC bowl almost too. Yeah, it's like chicken stuff. Swiss. If you guys ever had that, it's very similar. It sounds awesome. Um, yeah, so that that was it. Like, um, and we had. Uh, I told Rob. Interesting. My mom last year started doing turkey breast in the in the. Go ahead, Randy. And uh, she puts like <laughs> explicit. She puts like spices and apples on it, and it's delicious. It, it just falls apart. <laughs> My mom actually started doing that years ago because we had so many people eating Thanksgiving dinner. She'd make a whole bird and then a secondary turkey breast in the crock yeah. pot. And if it falls apart so nicely. So we're going to start doing that every year. Um, and uh, Laurel's dad uh, makes a sweet potato with marshmallows and pineapple casserole. Ooh. And it's amazing. Laurel hates it, but I think it's delicious. I'm a late, uh, and then he- late to life uh, fan of sweet potato casserole. Christy, my wife makes one with like the brown sugar and the you know, pecans or whatever nuts on top of there. It's delicious. The best I ever had though, was at dinosaur. They used to make it dinosaur barbecue used to make it with charred marshmallows melted on top. Is yep, that what they do? What he does with the, he puts okay. like the broiler on to kind of char them up. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a dessert, but it, it's so good. So yeah, food was good this year. Robster, how about you catch us up? Um, I, uh, my family lives out of town. So a friend of mine, friend of the show, I think she listens sometimes, Erin, uh, had me over uh, w- with her family for Thanksgiving, which is awesome. Uh, the night before, I, these guys heard the story probably seven times. I got my booster, but I also got the flu shot. And I also got <laughs> the tetanus shot. And I also got the whooping cough shot all at once. And that is was that probably- why there. Is that why there's a nurse standing behind you with a clipboard just taking <laughs> notes about your life for the last two weeks? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I, I didn't feel great the next day. Um, I'll be honest, it, it did. None of the other vaccines kind of knocked me out, but I think maybe getting four once was a little overkill. Uh, so I wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, kind of didn't feel well during St. Patrick's or <laughs> during Thanksgiving Day. And uh, the next morning I felt fine and I was back to doing my normal stuff. So it was great. Good food at Aaron's. Thanks again, Aaron, for having us, having me, whatever. And uh, I'm not really a Thanksgiving fan. I like like a couple of the foods. Basically, I like turkey and stuffing and gravy and pretty much all desserts except for cheesecake. So that's my thing is, I think it's just a lot of brown and tan food. I don't think there's enough variety there. Um, I like the idea of Thanksgiving. I just wish the meal was a little less traditional and a little bit had a little bit more, you know, wild swings out there, but it, it's just nice to see family. So it was in friends. It was good. I told Rob that one of my favorite restaurants to go to as a kid was Bob Evans. I don't know if they had one in Buffalo or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always just get the Turkey dinner there, which was mashed potatoes, gravy, Turkey. And it was just, I loved it. It was so good. So we had a, we had a disagreement, but we respected each other's uh, decisions there, Rob. So it's weird though. Sound, don't they serve like- a pretty they serve a pretty good hot dog there too, though, don't they, Randy? They do. Yeah. Hmm. Sophie's choice there. It reminds me of our, our, our friend Davey, not a listener, uh, who we went to college <laughs> with. When he lived here for a year, and even when we went to college together, 
he used to request that we go eat meals at Cracker Barrel and he would get the country fried steak dinner. And he convinced me to get it a few times and it was delicious, but I'm like, what are we doing? We're going to Cracker Barrel? Like, I, 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 we all fall victim. We go to chains every once in a while, but I'm like, Cracker Barrel is like the quintessential, you're stopping here to use the bathroom and get food before you keep driving somewhere else. I don't know. I think it's better than that. And I, I am a big fan of country fried great or uh, chicken fried steak. So I got to be like, I'm, I'm Davey, you'll never hear this, but I support you. Wow. I've never been to Cracker Barrel. I don't think we're so. going. Let's do it. <laughs> we should. After this, we, so, we have so many ideas in the can, but then we're just like, let's do 500 breweries in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of breweries, let's start talking about this one. That's called a segue assist by me right there. I appreciate that. Yeah. So hey, I got, I got some info about this place, Rob. Let's hear it. All right. So you looked it up. It's technically in Webster, right? Uh, yep. Knucklehead. They said, we know the first Harley Davidson engine was called the Knucklehead, and we love bikes, but that's not the reason for our name, nor are the Three Stooges references. But they say, while we take our beer and food produced seriously, we do not take ourselves seriously. Thus, the term has become Knuckleheads. I like that. And then they, uh, they opened in 2014. It's a family-run business, and every beer is handcrafted. It's not some quick recipe. This is all their website information. And uh, the what? The, excuse me. Uh, without good food, what's a brewery worth anyway? And that's what we put the, to the test when we att- when we uh, went to Knucklehead the other night. So I, I kind of like the vibe. I like the Knucklehead idea because I feel like it's kind of a cheesy way of. I agree with them. Like, try not to take yourself too seriously. But it was a good time. It, when I pulled up, it seemed pretty crowded. We were there uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so kind of a big night for people going going out and getting food and hanging out. It was jammed when we pulled in. There was like a line of three cars, but it was because someone was having a hard time parking, and we got in the back. There was tons of parking spots. So I was like nervous. I was like, oh no, it's the night before Thanksgiving. People are going to be out. And when we walked in, it was real lively, pretty warm. It's almost like half bar, half living room in the front area. And then they had an extra room in the back for like overflow seating. I didn't see, I think Rob, you may have peeked your head back there. I didn't see how crowded it was, but it was pretty packed in the front. Yeah, it wasn't too crowded. We could have gotten a table back there, but I'm used to, I haven't been there in years. And when I went, all they had was the front. So I was pretty concerned when I saw that lot super full. I'm like, man. And then I found a table immediately in the front. And I was kind of shocked. And then I realized they had additional seating. So yeah, it's it's got a great space. Some have said it has the greatest indoor space in the <laughs> entire state of New York. But, you know, just an opinion. Hey, that's a good reference to a previous episodes. So all you, all you bingers out there are probably laughing your butts off at that. I don't even remember that reference. <laughs> <laughs> it was because you were muted the first time that Rob and I both said that K2 had great outdoor seating. Then you unmuted and said oh. it had great outdoor seating. <laughs> I think Pat, Pat Singer said it. And then you said almost verbatim exactly what pat singer said not as a joke and you had no idea that you had just done it and we're all there's like a pause we're like seriously 
Oh, don't uh, worry, guys. I have a peeve about that last episode, but I'll wait for that. Oh, boy. Here we go. So Knucklehead was established in 2014. I was wondering, because like Rob, I, I think we might have gone there. I mean, maybe a couple years after they opened, right? So mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a very long time. Uh, it definitely looks small on the outside, but I, I agree, guys. It's it's definitely got more than enough room inside. Service was impeccably fast. Um, everybody was super friendly in there. They had a back room, more than enough parking. So I really give it high high marks for all of that. Yeah, that's funny you say that about the food. I, I didn't really think about that until right now. And the food was ready fast there. And it was also, we did another double dip. We went to a second brewery later and their food was out really fast too. So I think these places got kind of got it down or maybe they were completely fully staffed that night. It was awesome. Yeah. Should we, should we jump into some of the food items here? All right, first item, we, we, we had my family my my young boys were there as well so we got it we got to sample the kids menu this time too um and my wife was there and i think randy maybe one or two of your buds joined us while we were at knucklehead so we got a kind of a good spread here mm-hmm. the first item is one that i am not a fan of i did not try so you guys will have to speak to this the shrimp tacos described as three tacos filled with crispy shrimp cabbage slaw pickled onions and citrus aioli. I asked my wife what she thought. She said, quote, yummy, end quote. Best thing she had there. So what do you and think? And I, I am the only other person in that group because I had two of the tacos. Nobody else wanted one of them. So <laughs> I had two. Christy had the other one. And, and I totally agree. It was the best thing they served. Um, and I think by a significant margin, actually. Um, the, the shrimp was really crispy. It was like a very light like a tempura batter, I think. Um, the slaw was great. Uh, the pickle, was it pickled cabbage or what was it? Pickled slaw? Cabbage slaw. Oh, pickle. It was pickled onions and cabbage slaw. Yeah. It just had great like acidity to it and great, just a lot of variety of flavors, great crunch. Uh, if I were to go back, I would definitely get the shrimp tacos again. So some of the, nope. some of the best shrimp tacos I've probably ever had. Double great review there. Yeah. And to no one, Randy and I didn't eat it, so we can't even do our classic. One person loves it, one person hates it, one person's right in the middle. And then so. all three people though repeat pretty much the same thing. That's so. right. <laughs> uh, next up, we had the soft pretzel fries. Awesome! They were so good. They were lead the way, Randy. They were. I've never seen pretzels done this way. There was a bunch of them, and they were like bigger than French fries, but they were smaller than your typical pretzel sticks. They looked actually like the pretzel sticks you would get at Wegmans out of like a pretzel stick bag that you'd buy. Um, and I loved them. I thought they were delicious. So they were like the polar opposite of the pretzel we tried later in the <laughs> night. A little preview. Yes. If you know your soft pretzels in there, you could probably guess where we went. Um, I have seen pretzels like this, Randy. Did you notice they were super, they looked super well done, but they yes. didn't taste it. So this is a this is a very sad commentary on my life, but for for a few years, my wife and I went to the Fridays down in Victor. Speaking of going to chains, right? We went to try like a couple of things that they had like some special menu one time a couple of years ago, and we ended up trying their their pretzel sticks, and it was like normal puffy pretzel sticks that look like the size of Olive Garden breadsticks. But they looked just like this. They were super dark, like they'd mm-hmm. been like 
overcooked, but then when you ate them, they tasted fine, just like at Knucklehead. And I finally, like, we started going there to just get these pretzel sticks, and they had this beer cheese bacon sauce at um, Fridays, and it was so, so good. We, we probably, over the course of, like, three years, went 10 times, which is a lot to go back to Fridays, you know, because you don't think of it as a place you'd go all the time. And these pretzel sticks at Knucklehead were the same. And what they do is they bake them and then they throw them in the deep fryer. And that's what makes them crispy and look well done. And then the beer cheese here, I like wrote a whole paragraph. They look well done and the cheese sauce is creamy, very cheddar-y. It's not, it's not in your face tangy or anything. And it just reminded me of those ones at Friday's, which were the pinnacle of pretzel sticks to me. I and I thought these- Oh, sorry. Andy. I thought I was gonna say, I think it had bacon in it too. See, that's what they used to have at the ones in Fridays. I didn't see any bacon here, but it definitely had like a real rich taste to it. And I thought I was just, I was scooping that cheese sauce up. I could have <laughs> drank a bowl of it like soup. It was so good. Those were awesome. I agree. Rob, what'd you think of the soft pretzel fries? Yeah, nothing to add. You guys nailed it. They were delicious. They were I, and next to the shrimp taco is my second favorite thing for sure. Really All good. Right. Two for two on food hits. So we, so just for our listeners, we did take a picture of that because I'm looking on Knucklehead's Instagram and they don't have any pictures. But that I think that one would be one of the more interesting things to see because, like I said, I had never seen pretzels like that before. Yeah, um, but yeah, they were great. All right, let's see. Uh, next thing we got was the boneless wings. This was something that I chose to order because I had seen them kind of advertise a couple different flavors of boneless wings. And they, you know, they say they're a full pound house breaded boneless bites tossed in your sauce, knuckle sauce, buffalo, or honey glazed, glazed Cajun served with blue cheese. So they looked awesome. The, the taste of the sauce was awesome. But this was one of those things where they tried to do the homemade version and it doesn't live up to the commercialized version quite as well, in my opinion. It was clearly just chopped up boneless chicken breast which was good, but it tends to dry out a little more unless it has that really battery crunch. Whereas these seem to just have like, you know, pan searing flour on them or whatever. I liked them. I kept eating them. The sauce was tasty. We got the buffalo sauce. Kind of wish we'd got honey glazed Cajun because that sounds crazy. Um, And I asked about knuckle sauce and they said it was like country sweet. And I figured that wouldn't be quite as good. So we went with the original. I'd say they were good. They didn't blow my mind or anything. Rob, what'd you think? I would say they were mediocre. And mm-hmm. I, I would agree. They weren't like overly dry, but they definitely weren't juicy. Um, I like a good craggy, you know, uh, chicken finger. Um, these definitely were. I think you said it. They, they tasted like they were just kind of dredged in flour and then fried up. Maybe if, maybe if they had seasoned it more and then used chicken thighs, that would be okay. But I think if they had done something more like the, the batter they used for those, those shrimp, these would have been killer. Um, because it's, it's real food. You're, you're eating real pieces of chicken. You're not eating some like piece of processed chicken stamped into something and then thrown in a deep fryer. So I think it has a lot of potential to be good, but it just tasted very like, eh. like I would, I, I ate a bunch of them. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't, but I would, ne- I would never order these again. Um, they were just okay. I'd probably order them to try that other sauce, but you know what you're getting. <clears throat> and I want yeah. a little more crunch, I think, on the outside. Randy, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think they were good too. I think uh, the way I describe them is they there was nothing bad about them. They just weren't my type of boneless wings, pretty much what you guys are saying. But they're clearly choosing to do that way. So my guess is that's the type they like. It's not like anything was bad about them. It was just a different type like you guys. You can also saying. avoid the, the wing short, the boneless wing shortage that way. Mm-hmm. And you just get a bunch of chicken breasts and you can make them fresh too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would say if you're going there, definitely give them a shot. I think it, they're worth trying. Uh, I would totally go back and try the honey glazed Cajun or the knuckle sauce. So there we go. I think High yeah, medium low. I, go, I would get We're back. All right, fine. It. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could, yeah. I mean, you could just keep sitting there eating them. You dip them in wing sauce and blue cheese. You yeah, can do that they're... with garbage and it probably tastes pretty good. These, just, I'm not saying these were garbage. They were fine. I just, I, I would agree. I think one, one more layer of dipping would have been just brought out yeah. a crunchier and maybe sealed in the juices more. Boneless wings are by nature sort of an unnatural product. You know, yeah. generally the other ones are mostly chicken nuggets in a fancier form. So yes. to do a homemade version, it's going to be a little different, I think. They're already like a Frankenstein food. Unless you really batter the heck out of them, I guess. All right, moving on. Next up, we have the Bee Sting Pizza, which I got to find here on our menu. Cup and char roni, sweet tomato sauce, fresh mozzarella, hot honey, and basil. Randy, what'd you think of the pizza? I said that it the sauce was super good. Um, it had globs of mozzarella on it. Uh, the thin crust was also super good. I wrote nothing bad about it. It was, it was delicious. I would definitely eat that again. And you can see like the globs of mozzarella on there, but it's completely fried globs. It's not like, um, you know, raw mozzarella. It's, it's okay. For all you listeners out there, if you've ever gotten a wood fired pizza, that's what he's talking about. It's like where they put the balls of mozzarella spread out throughout the pie and it kind of melts down into blobs i guess yeah it's not your traditional full sprinkled uh mozzarella shredded andy what do you or think blobs, of this? i guess yeah <laughs> you might call like how blobs. you both tried to describe it a little differently but it came back to globs more of a but it blob, was, it was awesome. blob with a b really i think blobs <laughs> yeah. is a good way of putting it yeah thank you i think globs are a little bit bumpier these this is kind of flatter so Rob, what'd you think of the pizza? First of all, you're thinking of nooks and crannies, Rob, but continue. <laughs> That's what I wish the chicken fingers had. Um, eh, I thought the pizza was very like, it, not, it, it didn't do it for me. Um, the sauce, I, I like hot honey is kind of like the new thing. It's kind of like, you'll see it on a lot of, you know, pizza menus and it, it was okay. It had cup and, I, I don't know, maybe it was the, I think I didn't love the the crust itself or the dough I've done. And I'm not, this is not me bragging, but I think I've done better. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You guys are laughing and nodding your heads. I've done better like cast iron skillet pizzas in my own oven. And, and they're only like good. They're not amazing. So I think they could do a lot better with this pizza. I was kind of disappointed in this one. That was a brag with an attempt at, you know, playing it down a little bit at the end. That's how I would define what you just did. It was like a half humble brag. <laughs> Trademark. Um, I, I think Randy and I are kind of on the same page here. I thought it, it's a lot like the boneless wings. 
They yeah. were very, I would say they were good to very good. The pizza was good to very good. It's, it's trying to be the pizza oven wood fired high end, but it's just not quite there probably because you're in some, you know, you're in a brewery. Uh, you know, there's a couple of knuckleheads throwing us out together. Uh, but I, we ate the whole thing. I probably ate the last five boneless wings. I also probably ate the last slice of pizza. You know, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I, again, I'm interested in some of their other flavors. I got a Buffalo chicken. The pictures look pretty good. Um, if I, I would, I'm, I'm, I will find myself at this place again someday and I will probably order a pizza. I will and definitely I can... go back. Sorry. But I, the thing for me is the shrimp tacos were so good that it set. And it was the first thing I ate. And I've also had their, their chicken wing dip, which is incredible, like really yeah. good. And I, I do not like too. chicken wing dip much at all. Their chicken wing dip is excellent. And so knowing how awesome they could make food, I kind of came in with these really high expectations. And then the pizza and the fingers were just like, they're, eh, they're okay. They weren't bad for sure. They were definitely decent, but I just think that they had, I, I don't know, I, my, maybe my expectations were unrealistic. Sorry, Randy, for cutting you off. No, I was just going to say that I've, I've made a better shrimp taco in my skillet. Um, and yeah, I'm not good at bragging about it as you are, Rob. Have so. you, have you used your skillet ever, Randy? Twice. Okay. But Laurel's used it a lot. So you got to season that thing, Randy. Oh my gosh. Wait, I thought the rust is what adds oh, no. to the flavor oh, no. of the no. cast oh. rust skillet. Get this guy a tetanus shot. Oh no. And three other shots. Rob, you could just give him one of those like <laughs> in the field blood transfusions. You probably you have so much vaccine. Rob just still. breathes on me and I now have <laughs> measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine. <laughs> All right. So the I, I thought I'd say the pizza was good. I wouldn't say it was outstanding, but I also wouldn't even say it was mediocre. I thought it was good, delicious, yummy. My delicious might be too strong. Good, yummy. I enjoyed it. Would eat again. Order again. <laughs> let's see and the last thing we ordered was the kids burger for my kids and i ate the last few bites of that with their french fries french fries were very good burger was very good had like a buttered roll and it was kind of a bill gray style smashed burger i thought it was really tasty and my kids ate most of it um i would be interested in going for a sandwich next time they have the double smash burger which makes that sounds really good after the kids burger i had jalapeno cheddar smash burger and chicken cutlet sandwich all of those kind of sound Ooh. good okay we're going go back to the go back to the kids menu the sides looked a little interesting so the kids menu you could get boneless bites or cheeseburger and with it it's served with asian macaroni salad or Irish pub fries, but I never really thought of kids wanting travel, travel the world on the kids menu all the way to Asia and Ireland. I never thought of kids requesting, uh, I'd like some Asian macaroni salad. With yeah, my... what do you think the ratio there is? Like 90-10 pub fries <laughs> to mac salad? Yeah. Because the kid's just going to want mac and cheese when they see macaroni. Well, maybe my kids. Um, yeah, so that that kind of wraps up our food. Uh, I'd like to mention the drinks I had. I had one beer there, the Strawberry Cobbler Ale. And I thought it was really good. And then later in the night, there was another Strawberry Cream Ale at the other place I had. 
So I had sort of an apples to apples comparison. They had peach cobbler, blueberry, raspberry cobbler, all sorts of interesting kind of, you know, holiday-ish. So I had the strawberry cobbler ale and then I, blonde ale, which was delicious, light, fruity, refreshing. And uh, then I tried a homemade seltzer that they had there, strawberry lemon. I was on the strawberry train and I thought this was great. I like the occasional seltzer on the weekend once or twice. And the strawberry lemon seltzer at this place was sort of more like almost like a shandy that you might have like a beer with lemonade in it. It was very tart, very fruit forward. And it wasn't clear, you know, it was cloudy with this with all the fruit flavorings and stuff. I, I thought they were great. Any of you guys have an outstanding drink? Both of them. And I had the experimental New England IPA. It was fizzy, great flavor, little citrusy IPA taste, a little bitter. It was delicious. Uh, I would, I don't know how long they're going to have it around for, but I would go there again before that leaves. Cause I know that's a pretty new beer. They said, and I did the blueberry raspberry cobbler. I said, amazing. It tastes exactly how it is named. If you don't like sweet stuff, maybe not go for it. I'm not even sure what kind of drink it was. Uh, Andy, if you scroll down a little bit, is it a beer? Is it a site? I wasn't even really sure what I was drinking. The Which one? The blueberry raspberry? Yeah. I think that was just like the strawberry. It was a, an ale of some sort. Yeah. Cause it actually looks, so it says blueberry raspberry cobbler. There's no end to that one. <laughs> the strawberry it's, cobbler. Did blonde you just order a dessert, says, Randy? Yeah. Why is there I'm just drinking the juice from a blueberry raspberry cobbler? Look all the way to the right of that line though. There's that like person sign. Does that mean something? Oh yeah. That's mind. just for the website. Rob. Accessibility okay. menu. There you gotcha. go. Larger text, Rob. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't remember what I got. I, I think I got the experimental one. They were both good. Whatever I had, I, a couple of New England IPAs. It, it was the night of my four shots. So, you know, who knows? But uh, yeah, I remember the, the beers are good there. They do, they do a nice job. All right. Well, I guess maybe recapping, I'd say the reviews are that nothing was terrible. Everything was good. Rob might push back a little and say a couple of things weren't quite as good as the others, a little mediocre. My personal opinion, everything was good. To, there was two, two standout items, although one I didn't try, the shrimp tacos. I enjoyed my drinks. It was a hop in place. I ran into a, uh, a work colleague who was having a blast. Good to see everybody there. I would say if we're rating these places on overall brewery experience, I'd say this is I'm having a hard time because I think the food was better than one of the places we'd been at, but the ambiance, I, I think I'm going to rate it the same. I'm going to give this place an, an 8.5. I really enjoyed hanging out there and I do want to go back and I'm going to get that one of those burgers next time. I, I enjoyed knucklehead. <laughs> I was hanging with my knuckleheads. What do you guys think? Rob, what, give, give us a, a rating here. I'd go eight and a quarter. Um, I think I'm a more generous <laughs> rater than you guys, because I think I rated the other ones maybe higher um, from our other two episodes, but yeah, I, I think it's, I like that they have a lot of parking now it, it from the front. It looks like a very small place, but they do have a lot of seating inside. They've got the seating in the front. They've got a lot of parking. 
the food was, you know, I think depending on what you pick, you could have an amazing meal and some good beers. I, um, but there were a couple of misses for me. So I think an eight and a quarter is pretty, pretty fair. Randy. Randy. Zero misses for me. This place was a nine and a half. I loved the drinks. They had some other drinks there. I would have loved to try. Um, the food I thought was all of it was great. Uh, like I said, even the chicken, you know, the chicken wings or chicken bites, it's still, they were still really good. Just not my type, but still really good. So I would totally go back here right now. This place is leading all the breweries we've been to so far. Yeah. You know what? I'm altering my rating to 0.25 higher. I do think this was probably if we're if our main focus is food, the food was probably the best so far. I'm going to 8.75, but I'm still leaving room up there because I'm hoping there's a place that every every food item is going to be great and the beer will be great and the ambiance will be great. So 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 Andy, I'll say that um I'm gonna try and split it between the beer and the food as much as I can, like saying like I'm taking them both into account pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I thought this place was awesome and they had other types. I mean, I should have written down more of the types they had that night, but like they had, a, I, th- I think they had at least one other IPA, maybe two. They had just these different types of beers and usually these weird ones sometimes aren't that good, but these were, I thought it was awesome. So I did. Yeah. I would recommend that seltzer I had too. My wife tried yeah. the other one, the, the blackberry uh, grapefruit and that mm-hmm. one was great too though they were just unique takes on that on that because you're so used to the commercialized ones that are like they, they taste like they have aspartame aspartame in them or whatever mm-hmm. these were yeah. really fruity and, and refreshing so that was good all right well i guess that that puts a, a wrap on knucklehead i'd say because of randy's 9.5 this was the highest rated so far but my scores were only a quarter apart each time and Rob's pretty close as well. So we've had a great time at all these places. So Rochester brewery scene, you're doing something right. We had fun at all of them. Food's been solid. We're still waiting to get our, our socks knocked off at least Rob and I for, for some more food. Maybe the second stop we went to that night knocked our socks off. We'll see in our next episode. Before we go, though, we have to mention a couple things and then have our world-famous peeves and plugs. Our social media account on Instagram is at TalkinTrashRock, and our email address is TalkinTrashRock at gmail.com. Rob, any emails? No, Rob, did you check for emails? So I forget. Um, I checked at some point in the, in the past couple weeks, and it, it was just checked before the last episode. Yeah. I mean, I doubt there's anything there now, but maybe I'll look. Uh, it, it's just this Brazilian dating thing. So I don't know. Somebody probably hacked our email, but uh, so no. Any, uh, any, anybody you're looking at right now, Rob? Oh, I've got a few prospects. Um, nice. I'll hey, probably use this. Could hook you up with love here. You like, know, it's summer. It's summer there now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> In Brazil. <laughs> I'll use the uh, the company card to to buy a, a plane ticket over there. Wait, that's just my credit card. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very good. All right, and w- let's let's get into our world famous peeves and plugs here. Anybody uh, anybody cheesing? Anybody really ready to go? Randy, you said you had a peeve all locked up. So as I told you guys, I think in our last episode, we have a new super fan. Her name is Laurel. Uh, she is my girlfriend. Well, 
that has changed, but we'll talk about that on another episode. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, so she's been listening to all of our episodes and she's all caught up guys. And you know what she said about her last one? She felt that I was getting picked on, that I was getting bullied and that you guys were all being mean to me. And I said, I felt the same way, which was not true, but now that I think about it, maybe that's I what was. you do now. You, you, you take her side. I have to take her side, right? That's how <laughs> oh it works. God. So for all you listeners out there, if you felt the same as me, please email us at talking trash rock at gmail.com. And Rob will probably read the email in a few months and then hopefully talk about it on the air. And that's my peeve. You know what? I'll, I'll say this, Randy. I decided I made a deck. I, I decided something the other day. Okay. I said, you know what? I'm going to get my car washed the first of the month, every month during the winter to get salt off the underside. I'll check the email while I'm in the car wash. So that I'll remember <laughs> that's that the first of the month is email and car wash day. First I thought there's going to be some drunk. I thought there's gonna be some drawn out analogy between me and the underside of a car, but I like that plan, Rob. So I'll start January 1st, though. I'm not gonna start today. Okay. All right. So I'd like some evidence here. How do we pick yeah. on you? Any example? I, uh, I will bring that to the next episode, guys. Oh, I, I actually she didn't really give any full examples there. She did say, uh, what did she say about Rob? Rob was Rob was venting about something and she thought it was really funny. So maybe Laurel giving, should come on every week. Rob a plug. Laurel should just come on every week and give us feedback. <laughs> a new segment. I have to say, Randy, you did a good job speaking up for yourself there, but it was a lot like when I tell one of my first graders really loudly to go over and tell someone that they need to share, but I say it loud enough. So the other kid hears and then they share no matter what, because they know that I told the kid to go say. <laughs> so there, you just, solid move. you just got picked down again. Yeah. I uh, hope you like that one, Laurel. <laughs> but at least maybe that one was funny. Uh, all right. Any plugs, Randy? Uh, no, not today. <laughs> just that, just that <laughs> big moment for you. Good job. Thanksgiving food, guys. Thanksgiving food. Whoop, whoop. Um, I know I've eaten some good food lately. I, I was going to plug hots and beans, but I already said that. Uh, and I've been going to McDonald's a lot lately. I don't know why, and I want to stop, but their chicken nuggets are really good. So that McGriddle got you, man. It did get me. The McGriddles, I think, plural, right? Yeah, the multiple McGriddles. Oh, I would, I would have loved to... I don't know if Rob was going to talk about this, but we stopped at the 490 truck stop coming back from our breakfast sandwich episode. I would love to plug that. I wasn't feeling so good on the way home. So I tossed that sandwich and never tried it. But Rob, any plugs this week? My plug is the 490 breakfast sandwich. He didn't eat it? No, he didn't eat it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so mad. We've talked <laughs> well, about that place for like two years. Hold on, but I will plug that place because I went in to buy a, you know, a pack of gum. It was like 35 cents and I go to pay for it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just had my credit card. He's like, just take it. Just take it. <laughs> you look so like you you're struggling, free, buddy. If you want free gum guys, go to the 490 truck stop, but Rob, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. That truck stop is, is something else, man. But we, we got in there. They had two sandwiches <laughs> left, only two. We cleaned them out. One was not eaten. 
but one was eaten and it was really, really good. It was, it would have, um, it kind of reminded me a, a lot of the one that we had the Wegmans one, the, but the not Wegmans, the store, the Wegmans, the uh, gas the, station. Yeah. By Mount Reed. Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of that one a little bit. Um, it wouldn't have won the whole thing, but definitely if you're out that way and you need a breakfast sandwich, like that is really good. Nice sausage patty, like very good size sausage patty and a really like mild flavor to it. Maybe like a sage kind of like, but just not sage. What am I thinking? It's like, it, it reminded me of like the flavors of stuffing, but in the sausage and like just a really Which mild. Famously just bashed earlier in the episode. <laughs> I like stuffing. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm a stuffing stan as the kids say. Um, but yeah, 490 breakfast. Awesome. Um, my peeve is when people uh, yell political things while they're going to the bathroom in public places <laughs> drunkenly. Um, I, this has happened to me twice in the past few weeks where I go to a ba- I'm in the bathroom at the Bill Stadium. It's crowded with a bunch of idiots. And then somebody yells something political out and uh, it just ticks me off. And then it happened in the Hopra house also. And it was the same thing that they're yelling. And I'm like, man, some people are terrible. But uh, so that's my peeve, Andy. Uh, it's fun. It's funny you say that, Rob, because I researched that. Didn't really know the background of that story. Looked it up, and it's funny when someone can get under your skin like that. No matter what, there's there's no response. Like something that just ruffles your feathers instinctively. There's nothing you can do. You never win because you're you're mad no matter what. You know what I mean? There there's no. Yeah. It's just you have to just understand in your head, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like there's no matter what you say, they have already won. Like if they just get under your skin like that, it's, it's, it may, that's what makes it so hard to deal with. There's no comeback that makes you win. It's just something that makes you mad. I think the only win is if you stick their face in the urinal and, (laughs) and I'm not about to do that these days. So. All right. Well, just keep on losing, I guess, Ron. I'm, I am. (laughs) All right. For me, peeves. uh, I don't know my kids keep getting sick and I don't know if it's because they're the same age and they were getting each other sick or if they're just cause they're three and a half or if it's because they weren't exposed to as many germs in the past two years, but they've had like every little kid disease. I think I talked about this last episode and then it happened even more cause we had an exposure to COVID. They had to be out because of that. Then they got the stomach bug while they were quarantined. It was insane. Yeah. We weren't even around other people. So just wacky, but we were like watching the days on quarantine to be like, all right, no, okay, someone threw up. So now we got to go to get COVID tests. And then, <laughs> and we were just, all we were hoping is, can we make it to the party in Buffalo with Rob and Randy and our friends? And every day like uh, that would go by, we're like, we're closer, we're closer. Cause we had been stuck at home with our kids for so long. You know, you, you feel like you're going crazy cause you don't have your normal work life balance. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we got, healthy and our my mother-in-law watched the boys love her and we got to go have a night with our friends it was like big time parent win so much fun adulting we loved it so peeve is sickness you know let's get rid of that that'd be great and then plugs gotta plug the Hofbrau house that place was cool can't wait to go back um and my mother-in-law when we picked up the kids gave me some of her in my world, famous homemade jelly. 
She does strawberry and raspberry jelly every year. And I think I probably eat like 30% of it. And I don't usually eat breakfast, but when we have jelly around, it's like, I'm making toast for the boys. Maybe throw a slice in there. Maybe I'll swing by Amazing Grains, get their fantastic uh, English muffins, a little butter, a little homemade jelly. It doesn't get much better than that. Have a have a right cup of tea, Rob, with my <laughs> muffin. I like Hashtag it. Hashtag nooks and crannies. We're back full circle. <laughs> yes, we are. Hmm. Any other plugs? I did go to Duff's one day um, when we made a trip to Buffalo, and it was incredible. The Duff's in Rochester has closed. The one we just had classic wings and fries combo. It was so good. Brought the boys there. Loved it. I don't know. I don't really have anything else. Had a great time at Knucklehead. I've really been enjoying the brewery tour. Like we said, after we got brunch, we got to get back. We just got to be a part of the brunch scene. Well, now I think we got to be a part of the brewery scene. Just yeah. hanging out. It's so much fun. One one funny. Another funny plug was one of your son's response to the hot honey. Like I forgot exactly how they phrased it. I do remember because I told the story to a couple of people. It had, so they love pizza and they'll eat pizza with like regular flat pepperoni, like the kind you'd buy cold cuts of, but you know, yeah. the normal old school pepperoni that's on pizzas, the flat kind. We love Buffalo pizza that has the spicier kind. And this had the, that it had hot honey and cup and char pepperoni that was pretty spicy mm -hmm. it um, was so my son had eaten they split the cheeseburger one ate like all is one eats all the cheeseburger one eats all the fries basically is how they split up the food <laughs> so the one had eaten his larger half of the cheeseburger and he didn't really want french fries so he goes i want pizza can i that that's where the last slice of pizza went to him and then i ate it because he he bit into it and he likes pepperoni on the normal kind so he had that with some hot honey on it, I think was like, I tried to wipe off as much as I could. And he goes, oh, and he made some crazy face, the, the audio medium. And then he goes, my tongue is spicy. <laughs> and then he, he just like chugged, chugged water for two minutes. I mean, yeah, he's not wrong. You're absolutely right. So that was just kind of funny to watch him. And he just like, didn't know what to do. He just stuck his tongue out and flapped his hands in front of him like that. My oh, tongue dude. is spicy. That's the name of the app, maybe. Yeah. Of course, we don't do that. So, no, um, we don't. No, it's probably best not to. All right. Well, that's Knuckle about ahead. it. Yeah. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we talked some trash and drank some brews and, you know, just had a good time. So, keep eating and talking trash. Trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. I added some extra stuff there. I think you have to...